Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We got him, Marco. Hello. Good, Julian. How are you, mate? I'm going very well. I was just saying that, you know, as a New Zealand fan, you had that rain-out match against Afghanistan. You just, you're sitting pretty, aren't you? You're watching these teams go down to minnows to bash each other up, and you're just saying, OK, well, we'll stay nice and rested and ready to take on Sri Lanka and Sydney on the weekend. Yeah, look, it's a fickle game, though, T20, isn't it? It's sort of like, yep. I think any time you take a game and you shorten it, it becomes a little bit more of a game of chance. And you imagine tennis was one set, how many times Federer and Nadal would have lost. Uh, look, yeah, it's an interesting one, the New Zealand one. I mean... I'm still not sure here in New Zealand we believe, even though we made the last T20 World Cup and we've made the last two one-day World Cup finals and won the Test Championship, because of our, I guess, our lack of legacy, we still don't quite believe. And I'm still not sure that the rest of the world still take us seriously. So I'm sort of interested to see how you guys perceive us. We take you seriously now. (laughs) No, we always took you seriously. Look, the one thing that probably counted against you was the fact that you hadn't had a lot of success on Australian pitches. Well, you ambushed us at Sydney last weekend. You know, Finn Allen and Devin Conway. And I love Finn Allen. He just, he just exudes confidence. And they came out of the blocks early. And, and I thought it was going to be a template to see teams go hard in the power play. We haven't really seen that. But the wicket's a bit, a bit tricky to bat on. So you cashed in. And it actually showed how well they played. And further to that, there's a good balance in your side too, Mark, because... You go hard. If you drop one of those wickets early, well, then you've got the steady hand of a Kane Williamson just as insurance down the order. Australia sort of opted against picking Steve Smith and just going for sort of all out-and-out hitters. And as a result, they're actually batting a bit more cautiously in the power play. You know, they're one from one at the moment, but we're going to see if it's the right tactical approach when they take on England and Melbourne tonight. Yeah, there's been a lot of criticism here in New Zealand over Gary Stead and Kane Williamson. Um, Gary Stead, the coach, Williamson, the captain, because our results haven't been great since that World Test Championship. And, you know, we've gone from Brendan McCullum to sort of this quite conservative approach, nothing innovative about the captaincy, nothing innovative about the play. And it was almost like last week prior to that Australian game, a conscious decision was made to empower our players and to just go at it. And so I think even here in New Zealand, we were surprised with the demolition that we did do on Australia. But I I will say this, look, for as much success we have in sport and as much success, not clearly as much as what Australia has, I still think beating Australia in cricket in a big legacy type match, and I put T20 cricket, uh, World Cup, I put World Cup T20 um, in that, there's still probably nothing better in this country than beating you guys. Um, <laughs> no, no, in all seriousness, uh, well, in all seriousness no, no, we, agree, we, we don't have a great fondness for the way we've been treated in the past, and I can remind all Australians exactly what some of those are. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, we get, we get drilled more often than not, but when it comes to World Cup and we get a victory, it, they are legacy moments, and they do, you know, do lift New Zealand here. There is a real sense of nationalism. Well, the thing about it is what I mean, you know, you've been beating us up in the rugby for the good part of the last 20 years or so. You, know, you could at least still let us have the cricket. Look, it's not over yet, but you needed a circuit breaker. You know, Gupta was gone, Latham was gone, and, and looks like they've made the right decision. Now, I mean, you could progress further in this competition. You could also potentially progress further than the Kangaroos in the Rugby League World Cup. Uh, destined semi-finalists, it would seem. You're playing Ireland, should be one-way traffic. But just running through this side, I mean, Manu, Mulatalo, Hiku, Nikora, Rapana, Brown, Hughes, front row, Bromwich, the Big Cheese, Fisher, Harrison, you've got Kenny Bromwich, Big Nelson, Asafa Solomona, Joe Tarpane, and then on the bench, Papali'i, Foran, Jared Warrior, Hargraves, and Isaac Liu. That is a serious football team. 
probably the best forward pack in world rugby league at the moment. I, I can't remember the last time we said that. Look, there's there, there's a really nice look about this Kiwi side. I think the fact that we've got no Warriors players and it probably pleases a lot of people. Um, a lot of players that have sort of gone underneath the radar. We haven't had a lot of international rugby league for a long time. And so when this team was announced and named, yeah, it's been really, really positive around it too. We are, I think in the past, a lot of Kiwi teams, we've looked at it on paper, but only for their hands to let them down or for just some decision making. But we just sort of sense with this team, this is a team that, perhaps can go one-on-one with Australia. And I, look, I still think you guys are the favourite. I think, you know, history proves that. Um, but like I say, I grew up in the 1980s. We had the odd win over um, the Kangaroos. Um, you know, iconic matches, which still are replayed here. And I'm sort of hoping that this younger generation get to experience that. Wouldn't it be nice if we won the <laughs> T20 Cricket World Cup, the Rugby League World Cup, and possibly the, well, women's, the women's Rugby, rugby World, World Cup? Cup. Yeah. Imagine that. That'd be quite the hat-trick, wouldn't it? It would. It Cricket, would. I mean, you'd, you know what? You'd always have a week's worth of public holidays if that were the case. Yeah, but mind you, you know. we, we might have some of our athletes stand up, take the moral high ground and do a little bit of virtue signalling, something that Australian athletes oh. seem to know a little bit about at <laughs> do the it, moment. Listen, oh, could, do we have to do that? I've put a ban on the word woke on this program, Mark. Yeah. Hey, I was just going to ask, though, in all seriousness, yes. I mean, yep. you know, it's 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 seriously a big issue. I mean, I just think Pat Cummins is a complete and utter hypocrite, to be perfectly honest. I think oh. there's a little bit more legitimacy in the netball debate. But is the, New Zealand, is the Australian netball team going to boycott the Commonwealth Games? Because I would have thought the Commonwealth Games, the monarchy, are a greater symbol of oppression. And when you look at things... Uh, uh, like colonisation. I mean, if you want to make a statement, don't go to the Commonwealth Games. Take your point. You know, it's a big rabbit hole that we're going to go down. You it know, is. Look, oh, just on Pat Cummins, and I've said this a lot in the past couple of weeks, and a lot of listeners don't agree with me. i got no issue with a captain having a say. He's entitled to have a say, but you put yourself out there. If people want to shout him down, call him mm. a hypocrite, well, that's their right. But I don't believe in muzzling players. I don't believe in this attitude that, you know, shut up and play. Yeah. You're the Australian captain. I mean, they're still citizens. Yeah, um, but he but, still has. But, yes, but do not tell a marketing department what they need to do. But I don't think he did. I think a lot of this was misreported. I, I spoke to the Cricket Australia CEO Nick Hockley on Friday night at a private function. He said so much of it was blown out of proportion. It, it never happened. They were off the table before Pat even mentioned it. He didn't once mention the word Alinta to the journalist. He said in a private conversation with Nick, said, "Look, down the track, you know, let's think about." who we partner with and whether the values of that organisation are in line with the values of our organisation. Yeah, so but I take your point. I think a lot of it was, was blown out of proportion, though. Yeah, but, you, I mean, look at corporate backing now. I mean, you dig deep. Most of them are going to have some sure. moral level of corruption. Where does it sure. all stop? What do you put the boundaries sure. around? It's a bit like the freedom well, of speech that, yeah, issue. That, that's a fair question. You know, it's a matter of degrees in the end, isn't it? Pardon yeah. the pun. Yes. Yeah. Okay, mate. Thank you. We're out of time. Uh, good luck. New Zealand, Wales, the quarterfinal Women's Rugby World Cup. And, of course, you're playing Ireland in the Rugby League World Cup in Sri Lanka this weekend. You may get the hat-trick. You never, never know. And if you do, Mark, I'll be the first one to congratulate you. No, look, plenty of sport to look forward to. And all the best to your Australian teams across the various formats as well. Thank you, mate. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.